Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Are we in for a surprise pick from the Houston Rockets? Are the Steelers putting together another championship defense? Plus, what do the Suns have left? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. With Cade Cunningham expected to go number one overall to the Detroit Pistons, the Houston Rockets hold the cards when it comes to the rest of the 2021 NBA draft. And in the Locked On Podcast Network's Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, Locked On Rockets host Jackson Gatlin had a little bit of an off-the-board take on who the Rockets should go with number two. Jackson joins me now and explain your thought process here because Evan Mobley is the number two prospect on most people's boards, but that's not where you went with this pick. No, Peter, I went Jalen Green and ultimately... I completely understand. First off, it's it's great that we have a draft where there's you know four or five number one overall picks in this draft uh, between all the different top prospects. You know, hard to go wrong with any of them. But when it comes to Evan Mobley, I don't think he's you know this isn't a knock on him. You know, my selection. I went Evan Mobley in this mock draft because, or I apologize, I went Jalen Green in this mock draft because when you look at the differences between these two guys and what Jalen Green brings to the table, where I come come away from is. I think that while Evan Mobley probably has an overall higher ceiling than Jalen Green at the NBA level, uh, being able to impact the game on both sides of the floor projects to do amazing things on both ends. I think Jalen Green realistically hits his ceiling. Uh, I think he's got a better ability to reach that true ceiling that he has, even if it's ultimately lower. And I really like his fit on this current Houston Rockets team. And a big part of that is just this team is looking for the guy that they can truly build around and build like a culture around and try to build the team around. And I think that Evan Mobley, as we've seen with, you know, many bigs over the years is going to take a little while to develop. And the Rockets, I think want a guy that they can kind of not completely give the keys to right away, but somebody that they can kind of trust and, and ha- see some immediate results essentially, if that, if that makes sense. Sure, but given the the status of this team currently and the talent on the roster, isn't this exactly the time to say, okay, this guy might take some time, but if he reaches his ceiling, he's the best guy? I mean, they have the runway, don't they? It could be. They do have uh, the runway there, and they could, you know, bide their time. And you know, there there's not going to be, you know, they're not gunning for the playoffs. Very, you know, next season they're going to be a team that's trying to find its identity over the next couple of years. But I think that you look at a prospect again, like Evan Mobley, who is very good at a lot of things, and then you look at a guy who, like Jalen Green, who is going to be absolutely elite at one or two things, you know, in the fact that he is going to be, he's one of the best scorers that we've ever seen for his age, his ability to create separation at just 19 years old in the G league against legitimate, you know, grown NBA competition, right? These aren't other college kids, his age that he's hooping against. These are fully grown men who have either already played at the NBA level, you know, in some cases, or are currently still aspiring to play at the NBA level. And it's just, in my opinion, a stiffer, level of competition and we haven't seen a prospect like Jalen Green, you know, go the G League route 
and you know then come the come out of the NBA. I think there's an argument to be made that if he had gone the traditional collegiate route, that we might be touting him as the number one overall pick over Cade Cunningham. Maybe this pick isn't as crazy as it seems. NBA insider Chad Ford had this to say on the Locked On Ultimate Mock Draft 2021. But then there's Jalen Green, who does one thing that you know is going to be special in the league and that score. And he's the sexiest prospect in this draft. He is the guy that's going to garner the YouTube highlights. He's going to be the guy that's going to be making Sports Center every night. And if you're the Rockets and you're the owner of the Rockets and you have a franchise that is really you know, a few years ago had James Harden and Chris Paul, and now it is decimated. You want that guy that can excite the fan base and get everybody sort of back in buying tickets and being excited about the Houston Rockets uh, again. And so it's a really difficult pick. To me, Evan Mobley's the better prospect, but you can make the argument that Jalen Green is the guy that uh, lights a fire under a franchise um, and gets them going. And so, you know, I know there's a big internal debate right now in Houston about which direction do you go? Do you go with the best player available or do you go with a player that's also going to be great, by the way, but maybe the guy that ends up making the Rockets relevant again? Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, are the Steelers putting together yet another championship-level defense? That's next. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have a computer? You have a phone, you have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Don't get ripped off. Go to the family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Las Vegas Raiders president Mark Bedane, instrumental in the team's move from Oakland and a key member of the organization for 30 years, resigned on Monday. The club issued a news release with a statement from owner Mark Davis calling Bedane an integral part of the Raiders family, spanning a tenure that saw him advance from a training camp driver to president of the entire organization. In a text message sent to a media member, Bedane thanked the organization as he looked ahead to future pursuits. Another team that could possibly be looking to make a move to Las Vegas, the Oakland A's. Eight Oakland City Council members will cast non-binding votes for a proposal around a $12 billion development and ballpark plan this morning. An affirmative vote will simply keep the ambitious project alive, but a dissenting vote, the Athletics say, will kickstart the team's relocation effort. Speaking roughly 22 hours before that crucial vote, A's president said he didn't know what to expect. Neka Ogwumike and Elizabeth Williams won't be playing for Nigeria in the Olympics after the Court of Arbitration for Sports rejected their appeal. The WNBA players had asked the CIS to grant them a provisional allowance and add them to the roster for the Tokyo Games until a hearing could occur. The pair had been notified last week by FIBA that their petition to play for the African nation had been denied because they played for the U.S. national program for too long. 
That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for this month on betonline.ag. The NBA draft is less than three weeks away, and the first overall pick might be a lock, but you can still bet on it. The betonline.ag lines for the first pick in the NBA draft are Cade Cunningham as a minus 2,500 favorite. Evan Mobley at 10 to 1. Jalen Green, 10 to 1. Same odds as Mobley. So Jackson Gatlin, not far off there. Jalen Suggs, 14 to 1. And Jonathan Kaminga at 20 to 1. For all your NBA finals, MLB, Olympics, and golf lines, betonline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. Here is another story you need to know. It is rare that multi-time Pro Bowl pass rushers are on the market this close to training camp, but the Pittsburgh Steelers able to backfill a crucial spotted outside linebacker, bringing in longtime Chargers monster Melvin Ingram. Joining me now from Locked On Steelers, Chris Carter and Chris I understand that that Ingram is coming off a season in which he didn't record a sack, his lowest number of QB hits since 2014 when the Chargers were back in San Diego. But it still seems to me that he should have been on a roster a long time ago, him and Justin Houston. Why do you think it took this long for him to land and what does he bring to Pittsburgh? Well, the first thing you got to acknowledge here, Peter, is that it's, it's still the impact of the pandemic and people wondering what they can get. I mean, there's no question that people have probably tried to get Melvin Ingram and maybe earlier in the, in the off season, in the free agency process, he thought, Hey, I can get more for this. But then as more guys signed and, you know, contracts were seen, I think him, him players like him and Justin Houston, who is still unsigned that uh, they're, they were wondering what they could get. And then they were wondering, all right, well, what team is going to best set me up? for you know for this season and maybe you know my last chance to get a big contract or a big single year deal next year because remember next year the salary cap's booming so you know they want to kind of be in a position where next year everyone still looks at these two 32 year old pass rushers like they're for real um you know the same thing goes with olivier vernon he's still out there in, in free agency so um i think that plays a huge role in all of the calculations here um but this is a huge get for pittsburgh there's no doubt about it uh, this was my my top concern for them going into the offseason was you know when they couldn't re-sign Bud Dupree because he was signed to a super deal with the Tennessee Titans, they needed a third edge rusher because Cassius Marsh and uh, Quincy Roche, their sixth-round draft pick rookie out of Miami, those two were not going to be the ones you wanted to bank on if anything happened to T.J. Water, Alex Highsmith. But now you have Melvin Ingram, and this guy – He's coming in, like you said, a three-time Pro Bowler. Now he was—he did miss, I think, nine games last season. Mm-hmm. That would—that—that—that that, that might have also scared people away from trying to sign him. But it, uh, Jason Lockenfora just coming out of uh, not too long ago before we recorded this, saying it was a one-year, four-million deal. That—that's uh, a steal, Peter. I mean, to get an edge rusher who now is going to be in that rotation of starters. Some people are going to say, "Oh, he'll start right away." I think people underestimate how well Alex Highsmith progressed last year. I'm not sure if he will be the actual starter, but there's going to be a healthy rotation getting that young second-year, third-round draft pick edge rusher in with Melvin Ingram and TJ Watt up front. But now the Steelers, who have led the league in sacks for four straight years, they put themselves in a position where they could lead it for a fifth straight year because don't forget TJ Watt, the, uh, arguably the best re- edge rusher in football, and they got two of the top ten uh, interior defensive linemen in football, Cam Hayward, Stephon Tuitt. They're going to be bringing it yet again this year. 
What do the Suns have left? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? This is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. And it's no wonder with flavors like double chocolate, salted caramel, cookies and cream, German chocolate. I had cherry barcia the other day, and I'm not a big fruit and chocolate guy. Oh my goodness. It's so good. It is so good. And they're all high in protein, high in fiber, low in net carbs, low in sugar. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Pretty cool. And right now, when you go to Built.com, you use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. How about that? Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. If it's not gut check time for the Phoenix Suns, it could be trophy time for the Milwaukee Bucks who head into game six in Milwaukee with a 3-2 lead just one game away from the first title for the Bucks in 50 years. Joining me now from Locked On Suns, Brendan Clean and Brendan, this would be if the Suns win a title their first in franchise history. So both teams potentially on the precipice here. We've talked about moves, counter moves, counters to the counters. What do the Suns have left to try and stay alive in this finals? Well, it's funny you say that. And anyone who is living and dying by these shots feels the same way. You talk yourself in circles in these series. Oh, they should you sh- they should attack the glass. Oh no, they should be conservative. And, and you just, you tie yourself up, but... I tend to default back to a lot of what uh, the Suns have been doing all year and and what they're getting away from right now. I don't think that it's Devin Booker's fault, as some have, but him scoring 40 has not led to wins. And so moving the ball, creating three-pointers, they only had 19 in Game 5. That has been their recipe. That has been how they've been able to be better than the sum of their parts. It's not happening right now. It needs to. Chris Paul, Cameron Payne, Devin Booker need to create those shots for their teammates in order for the offense to... uh, control the game a little bit more than it has. Yeah, it feels weird to say that that the Bucks are saying, okay, Devin Booker, if you want to take 33 shots to get 40 points, we'll live with that. But that's what Milwaukee's doing. They're taking away the corner threes. Um, they're not letting the Suns get into the paint, which is something Phoenix already not great at. So offensively, you mentioned moving the ball, that kind of stuff. It's, it is something that we saw Phoenix do all year. But with Chris Paul looking like he's not 100%, what, is it just, hey, Chris Paul has to be better or do they have some sort of answer that they can go to? It's exactly the right question because I think the reality is the other thing about people expecting that Devin Booker can sort of put that hat on is that very few players are as good at Chris Paul at doing that. So that's the inevitable problem that the Suns are running up against is they don't, you can't just ask somebody else to do what it is that Chris Paul does. I do think Cameron Payne has been underrated. I think people are looking at his misses and just thinking he hasn't been great. Putting him on the floor with Chris Paul, I think, could help. DeAndre Ayton being a little bit more decisive, playing with better energy as a roller, ceiling, all the stuff we saw him do in the Western Conference Finals. He needs to get back to doing that. Their offense takes all five, and it's not just Chris Paul that's missing right now. We've seen Ayton, too, at times in this series. We saw him make a couple face-up jumpers earlier in the series. He can do seemingly more than he's being asked to do, They're just not asking him to do it right now. 
Sure. And, you know, part of it is the chicken and the egg of is he getting post position or is he not being fed the ball? And, you know, is he or is he not trying to get that post position and there's no ball to get him? And I think it's both. They need to look for him. He also needs to play with that energy. I also think um, the reality is he's he's having to do a lot on the other side of the floor, guarding Giannis, playing 40 plus minutes. I mean, I think that just has gotten sort of overlooked almost because he's been doing it for two straight, three straight rounds at this point. But playing 40 minutes, that's not something a big man does in the NBA. And he's been doing it for months at this point. So not to give him that excuse, but that's a really tall task. So yeah, you just got to dig down at this point. It's game six and it's hard. That's that's the point of what this is. And finally, National Predators prospect Luke Prokop on Monday became the first active player under NHL contract to come out as gay. The 19-year-old made the announcement in an Instagram post saying it has been quite the journey to get to this point in my life, but I could not be happier with my decision to come out from a young age. I have dreamed of being an NHL player, and I believe that living my authentic life will allow me to bring my whole self to the rink and improve my chances of fulfilling my dreams. And if you're the kind of person predisposed to dismiss this, to poo-poo it, to say, well, I don't really care what you do in your private life. Just take a second and think about why that is your response. And think about, too, why so many other people are celebrating these moments. Why people like Luke Prokop have to agonize over whether or not to make these announcements and think about whether you are helping or hurting the situation. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts coming up on Wednesday. Will they be popping champagne in Milwaukee? Shouldn't they go Miller High Life? Instead, it is the champagne of beers and it's Milwaukee after all. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.